Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Rocket Mortgage giving away millions. During Super Bowl 55 with the Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Square Sweepstakes. See rules and enter for free today at RocketMortgageSquares.com. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. 40 minutes away, Cody Tapp, 610 Sports in Kansas City, going to join us on the show. We'll talk Chiefs with him. We'll talk Mahomes with him. We'll talk about the Chiefs becoming the new Golden State Warriors. Where you just make other teams. Other teams freak out, and you make them worse. Because it, And I'm going to bring up the new emerging quarterback market. When I'm going to do that again? Because it's back. I brought this up a couple of months ago. I didn't know I was going to be right. Look for a second like I wasn't. And I was going to have to eat it. And here I am. And I get to do a champion's pose because I ended up being right. Yeah, noon Eastern. It's back. The new emerging quarterback market. It's going to be like a used car lot in here. We have to welcome in Anthony Pierno. Oh, good morning, Kenny. Hello, Pierno. How you doing? I mean, you know, I'm getting by. What are you going to do? How you doing? Good, good. You doing good? Yeah, we had Rare. we had some uh, somebody wanted to try to call. They wanted to get in. They wanted to do uh what? Talk about um, some financial. You serious? Yes, they wanted some financial. Are you serious? Call. Yeah, they did. Well, you cuz you brought up something before. You were thinking about playing the stonks? Yeah, and I asked you because I, I know I know that you you fool around a little. You I dabble, fool around. So. I'm, I, I'm a dabbler. I'm not necessarily yeah. a, you know. Well, I, I I haven't dabbled at all. But then you know I see all these people you know making uh, big money this week. I'm I, like you know maybe I should get in on the action. So I dabbled in other things in college. It didn't make me Pablo Escobar. Okay. Ooh. So I mean, I, I just because I dabble with this, don't make me Gordon Gecko. Let's let's all cool it here for a second. Now this is this is wild fun stuff. This is some wild and fun stuff that's been going on this week. Some people are nervous. They're trying to scare the hell out of you. I, it's good. It's good with people. I'm glad that people are paying attention. It's really good. There's, there's some things that I've agreed with, some things I haven't over the last, gosh, probably, what, last 10 years since we've been involved with stuff like that. You know, Because there's more guys, more people, not guys. I just say guys in general. More people in general who are playing it almost like a casino. You almost like that, you know what yeah. I mean? Where it's ah, let's move and see what we get. And they they bust in, they bust out. Who the hell knows? That well, seems to be the new trend now. Yeah, it's like bro trading in a little bit. Which, again, if you can if you can figure out a way to do it, and there are guys who do. There's so much more people, so many more people who are in on the math. I say, God bless you if you can. Bring it up. Let's go. 
go oh. right on ahead and do yeah. it. I say, I'm not going to hate you because you, you found a way. Uh, I'm going to try to learn from you. I, I, That's I, what I'm, I'm going to try to do. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. And, uh, you know, hopefully maybe this will be the last time I ever speak with you then. Well, I mean, if that's the case, and you know, it's been fun, and I and I wish you success. Now, would you would you you'd have to just reinvest, right? You know, you'd hold some of it back and live a lavish lifestyle, but then you'd have to reinvest. Absolutely, and yeah. I mean, just on the interest alone, it's, it's you time know. to be a tycoon. Yeah, it's time to be a tycoon, Pierno. So that well, that's yeah, yeah. It's been a wild week. Can I? I want to get to this. I don't know whether to do it. I think Connor's going to be in the weeds about it. I'm going to have to bring up this Jason Collier thing coming up later on. Have you heard about this? A little bit, yes. That guy in Texas who had what did he have twenty different that didn't know each twenty different uh, companions that didn't know each other at one time. <laughs> How do you get the money? I I need a Netflix series as soon as possible, a ten part Netflix series to see this thing. Anyway, what what else is going on? You want to do top five subject? What's yeah? On? Let's do the top five, Kenny. Tomorrow is guess what, Ken? What's Are tomorrow, we Royal baby? Rumble? Are we doing Royal Rumble? It's the Royal Rumble tomorrow. No, we, 3.30 today, you got the Rolex 24. You didn't do anything there. No, we're going to do Royal Rumble. I'm kidding. Go the ahead. road to WrestleMania begins at the Royal Rumble tomorrow night. So No, uh, I, so, you're, you're going to hate what I have to say. Go ahead. No, go no, ahead, no go right, ahead, go I'll, I'll listen after it. But, uh, so, yes. you know, we see the countdown graphic appear on the screen, right? And we can't wait to see who's coming out next. And what's yeah. the first indication of the next participant? It's the music, baby. So let's do the top five, our favorite wrestling theme songs. Oh, my gosh. You know, I was thinking oh about. I, I was thinking about. I, I was, you know, I was thinking about originally the top WrestleMania, uh, oh, not WrestleMania, hard. Royal Rumble matches. But I'm like, no way, Ken will be. Ken will think I'm well, crazy. He won't all right, be able to the, do that. The, the only thing, the only thing is that you got to get them ready. You can play. I, you know what? I'm going to do mine first, and then you can do your second, because then you can play them. All right. So we're going to have to leave it blank. And then you play him underneath your your reasoning why. Because if we're going to play music, you got to hear the music, okay? So you have a very busy segment coming up here. Because for your five, you need to find clips of the music. For yeah. mine, because oh, I, 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 I'm just saying, you, you know, know I, I, I want it to go right. And no, I, you it, know I what? People to, I want people to enjoy. Oh, yeah, okay. I know. No, you, you know what? Because uh, <laughs> I, 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 right when, I, when I originally came in this morning, I was like, <laughs> let me do that. Let me pull – a clips from all the music that I'm going to use, but then I'm like, uh, that's going to be too much work for no, me. No, it's, it's five clips. What do you mean it's too much work for you? But, man. No. Oh, well, should, right. we just, should we just call this the half-assed top five then when we do the top five? I, I never do it. I, I mean, I, I never do it half-assed. So are you going to do it or are you going to do it? I'm going. I'm going to find. I'm going to find my clips. I can really bloviate it out. I can really drag this segment out if you want me to. I can give you some time. I got lots to talk about. Lots to get in with people about Deshaun Watson, about about other things in football. We could talk baseball Hall of Fame if you want me to. I'm sure that'll get brought up during work or shoot. I heard you and Robin Lundberg talking about it earlier this morning. I could do that. Okay. No, Anything good. you want me to do? No, I'm fine. I'll, I'll have okay. it all ready to go. No, no issue. Yeah, because you gotta. Some people are. Oh, this is going to be a walk down memory lane here. I'm going to I'm going to get misty on some of these. This is some good stuff. 855-2124-CBS. That's a hell of a top five. But when you go when you go with something audible, well, you got to hear them. You got to hear them.
855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. You're going over the Deshaun Watson thing, and I, I, I'm going to bring up the Steelers again later on in the show. It's an okay. People got very emotional this week around the country over their quarterbacks and Deshaun Watson. And I, I still think that there are teams that just have no reason to upset their, their apple cart for Deshaun Watson. And you have a quarterback. There's plenty of guys. If I were to go, and this is where this is where Patrick Mahomes changes the entire conversation. If I were to look in a hierarchy of quarterbacks in the NFL, and I were to say where Mahomes is, Mahomes number one, probably Brady still number two. There's a mystique. There's an aura around Brady. We got. Let's be serious here. He's got great weapons around him. He's got incredible weapons around him. But there's a mystique. There's an aura. There's times where Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl when some of the guys in the NFL playing right now were just getting out of diapers, some of his own teammates. That says something about a guy. There's a mystique there. There's playing a guy, and you get nervous to play that guy. That guy is expected to win. There's greatness there. That's what Tom Brady does. There's no mistake there. So I still put him up there in that in that category. There's elite, then there's legendary. And Patrick Mahomes is part of the legendary. And so now there's a big conversation. What can we do as our football team across the country to beat Patrick Mahomes? What can we do for it? And I think so many people have looked at it from an NBA standpoint. There's a guy like Mahomes who you could look at as an NBA standpoint. Everybody else, you got to focus on what you have. Because I heard about it many times, the, the the picks you have to give up, the quarterback that you'd have to probably give up in return. And for a lot of the fans who have said about keeping their QBs, whether it be Justin Herbert, uh, I know that they were very angry in Cleveland about the conversation about Baker Mayfield, whether it be Baker Mayfield, whether it be Josh Allen, whether it be any one of these guys, Lamar Jackson, it's not about... I ride with this quarterback. He's my favorite. That's not what it should be. I think that that quarterback needs to have people around him. It's not Mahomes. But I also know that, hey, if I have a great defense and I have a great offense, I can still lose to Kansas City. doesn't mean I don't try to continue to build upon those with the guy that I have. Because, again, Deshaun Watson has proven to you this year that he's a great quarterback. Hell of a quarterback. He needs people around him. And so am I giving up too much to get the services of Deshaun Watson and I can't put enough around this guy? And for a team like, and I'm just looking at my own personal situation, and a team like Cleveland, their defense has been sketchy to say the least this year, and that's being as nice as I possibly can. It's been a pitiful pitiful defense with very little depth whatsoever. There's probably out of 22 guys on that defense, there's probably five that I know are long-term guys, and that's being generous on that defense. I need first-round picks. I know that the Cleveland Browns can compete with Baker Mayfield and Kevin Stefanski. I know that the Baltimore Ravens can compete with Lamar Jackson and John Harbaugh and Mike Vrabel and Ryan Tannehill can also compete. I know that those teams can do that. Am I giving up too much? Yes. Because we look at Patrick Mahomes and we think, well, he just beats great defenses anyway. That doesn't mean I let my defense get worse. 
to try to get in some sort of a shooting contest with Patrick freaking Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is going to win a lot of championships. Patrick Mahomes is going to be the def- the defini- definitive quarterback of the generation. He may be the greatest of all time by the time it's all said and done. He's not going to win them all. So now I have to find something that competes. And I'll bring up later on the new quarterback generation, the new emerging quarterback market. But to watch this Super Bowl next Sunday, pay attention to this. You have a guy like Tom Brady, and we had this conversation at the end of the at the end of the show last week. Where do I put Philip Rivers all the time? I thought at the beginning Philip Rivers is going to be a Hall of Famer. I don't think time is going to be kind at all to Philip Rivers. I think Philip Rivers' best shot to be a Hall of Famer is to try to sneak him in before five years are up. Right now we feel great about Philip Rivers. You gotta wait five years. In that time, you will have Drew Brees retire, you'll have Tom Brady retire, you will have Big Ben retire. You've already had both Mannings, one is going in. You have Aaron Rodgers retire. You'll have veterans who are retiring. Well, if the if the Hall of Fame does it the way the Hall of Fame goes, where you want to take one QB and put him there and have him have his day, then the next year another QB gets in. You don't want multiple Q. It's happened before, but you don't want multiple QBs getting in and, and sharing the spotlight there. You want the spotlight on them, their moment. That's the way they vote for this. If I'm putting one in, and in five years, all of a sudden Phillip Rivers doesn't look as good because i got to put probably Drew Brees in. Drew Brees is better. Drew Brees has a Super Bowl. Drew Brees means a ton to his community and means a ton to – I don't think that the New Orleans Saints may very well play in New Orleans still if it weren't for Drew Brees. I'm dead serious about this. Drew Brees gets in. Then, as you start to roll it downhill, these other players get in. Now it's been 10 years for Phillip Rivers. And over that time, I'm going to see more Mahomes. I'm going to be, I'm going to see more Watson. I'm going to see more Herbert. I'm going to see more of the really great quarterbacks, guys, Lawrence, guys that we don't we haven't even seen yet play in the NFL, Burrow, guys who are really good are going to completely change the way we look at this position. And then we look back at Phillip Rivers, and now that the emotion's out of it and there's cold, calculated numbers in front of it and no rings, we're going to look different at that. Philip Rivers in any other generation is probably a champion and probably a legend. But I could say that about a lot of QBs of this generation for Tom Brady. Big Ben, I still can I still will always say that if Big Ben with his natural talent worked as hard as Tom Brady with the cut-ups, with the workout, with anything else and there have been friends of his in my area who have totally 100% confirmed that personally about Big Ben, that I think he'd be the quarterback of the generation and there would not be the same type of specter that there would be with with Tom Brady. But Big Ben, he gets knocked down a couple of pegs because of Brady. Rodgers, the, the type of conversation that's happened to Aaron Rodgers over the last week has been ridiculous. He's a great quarterback. He's an elite quarterback. He's just not the greatest of all time, and he's playing against the greatest of all time. I buy his frustration. I do. You're watching Tom Brady with this embarrassment of riches. Dinkin and Duncan and then going big fly to guys like Scotty Miller because you have other guys on the field that you have to pay attention to. Meanwhile, you have Devontae Adams, who's great. 
Meanwhile, you watch other other wide receivers, guys like T. Higgins make a difference for, for Joe Burrow. Chase Claypool obviously making a difference for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Rookies, Justin Jefferson, guys in the league making a difference as rookies. And your first-round pick's just standing over there doing no good for your football team while you're trying to win a Super Bowl allegedly this year. And you'll do it again next year because they say they're not stupid and they shouldn't be stupid to get rid of Aaron Rodgers. So now you have another first-round pick that's just going to stand over there instead of helping your case. Of course Aaron Rodgers should be upset. And of course Aaron Rodgers isn't the greatest of all time. I have to stop comparing Aaron Rodgers to Tom Brady. The same with Roethlisberger, the same with Eli, the same with all these guys. Breeze winning a Super Bowl and only one is not a tremendous disappointment, quote-unquote. Aaron Rodgers winning one Super Bowl in only one appearance is not the tremendous disappointment. This is par for the course historically with other great quarterbacks in the NFL. It's just Brady's Brady, just like Montana was Montana. And now, just like Mahomes is Mahomes. Now there's more pressure on Allen. There's more pressure on Jackson and Mayfield and Burrow and Watson and Herbert And that's just the AFC, the young guns of the AFC, where Mahomes will probably win most of them. And while these other players will put up incredible numbers, we'll be even less fair to them because these other players will put up incredible numbers. But because they haven't been to the mountaintop, we will become more selective. Writers, fans, opinionists, we will become more selective over who's great. There is a chasm between elite in franchise, and then there's a huge step between elite and greatest of all time conversation. Because when we have the conversation of the greatest of all time, Graham, Unitas, Montana, Brady, there's four. There's sure as hell more than four quarterbacks in the Hall of Fame. 855-2124-CBS. Coming up at 1140 a.m. Eastern, Cody Tapp. 610 Sports in Kansas City. Up next, top five pro wrestling themes in honor of, Royal, in honor of the Royal Rumble. The pressure goes on Anthony Pirino. Coming up next, can he stand the heat? Find out. CBS Sports Radio. Listening to Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. So this was easier for me than some, but still hard. There are several here that are honorable mentions. It is time for the top five wrestling theme entrances of all time. Now these are these are themes, not entrances, right? Yeah, these are our favorite theme right. songs. Because this is going to this is going to upset some people. This is really going to upset some people here. All right, now because there's a difference I think between entrances and theme. Like the Undertaker's entrance is great, but it's just graveyard music. Okay, so there has to be a guy, a seven foot, three hundred pound Undertaker in the in the Western hat and the duster coming up out of the floor and smoke and fire and all that stuff to accompany that music. It's the same thing with Pomp and Circumstance. Folks, you're going to be mad because I'm leaving out Macho Man. There has to be a Macho Man coming down the ramp with Pomp and Circumstance, with Miss Elizabeth. Now, some people are going to say that doesn't matter because you put them together. Okay, fine. Well, it's subjective, so here we go. Number five, 
I say Big Boss Man. I want you to go second because you're playing the music. Um, number five, Big Boss Man. It's a good. It's a good song. It's actually good music. It makes sense. I like the Big Boss Man's theme song. That's number five. Number four. Now, some people are going to say I'm cheating, but that's not what I'm trying to do. Number four is the Four Horsemen theme. That, to me, is just the beginning of WCW Saturday Night. Tony Schiavone, we're live at the Omni, and then you're hearing the music, and out comes Ric Flair and Arn Anderson, and boo. Uh, so that reminds me, 605, there it is, boom, number four. Number three, Common Man Boogie, Dusty Rhodes. How could you say anything less? Number two, Real American. It's a good song. Rick Derringer does a good job with it, and now this is cheating a little bit. Your mind automatically goes to WrestleMania three and Bob Euchre and Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse the Body Ventura and Gorilla Monsoon. The roof of the Silver Dome about to explode here. That 92,000, it's just automatically where your brain goes. That's number two. Number one is Stone Cold. The way that the music would hit, the, the quick panning of the crowd where you'd see the crowd get to their feet going crazy, going bananas, I, packed arenas. Not how they do it now. Well, now because it's a pandemic, you, you can't have packed arenas. But not how they did before pandemic where, all right, we're going to shoot it with some couple of different things here and there. There's going to be some different angles. No, 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 no. You had 19,000 people in an arena. They were shoulder to shoulder. And when that music went off, the whole place came to their feet. The best. So you know what? I'm sorry. I did leave Shawn Michaels out. I did leave Goldust out. I did leave Gangrel out. I did leave Trust Me out. I'm sorry, but those are my top five. Go ahead. Kill me. All right. Go ahead. So go number – no, no, number five. You're not going to like this one, but I love it. Here we go. One, one, of, uh, one, one of my favorites coming here at number five. Oh, oh my God, that's pain. Oh, dear God. <laughs> That's got to be, that's got to be Kane. When Kane debuted back in 97, just the demon gimmick, it was terrifying. Obviously, you know, over the years, it, it lost its luster. But, you know, he had the physique to go with it. The backstory, you know, the, the Undertaker's more evil brother. You got the pyro, the red arena lighting, the mask. He had to use a voice box. When he uh, started talking, he didn't talk right away, but when he started talking, he had the yeah. voice box. Uh, but it just, you know, the theme made you believe that, like, this demon was coming from the depths of hell uh, to come and wrestle, you know, this, the church organ. It just, you know, it just, it, it's creepy. It was evil-sounding, and just, it just, it's slow, methodical. It's just like, so, you know, just like Kane stalking his victims. Just, uh, his song fit. For a monster, and again, just one of the great debuts in the history of wrestling. Uh, you know, uh, it just and one of the best storylines ever. And so just true. Kane coming out, ripping that steel door, and delivering that tombstone at In Your House to the Undertaker. Uh, that one of the greatest uh, debuts ever. So I love the Kane theme, the original one, coming in at number five. All right, number four now. I always got to sing. I, I, I got to sing. I got to sing. Do it. Shut! Shut! Think of you. 
I know I'm sexy. I got the look that drives the girls wild. I got the move. They're really moving. I send chill up and down their spine. Come on, HBAK, sexy boy. It's, it's pure cheese, baby, and I love it. I love it. It fits the gimmick. You know, he wasn't small, but he wasn't a big bodybuilder, so they, they played off the look and, and his and his move set. And then and when he first got the song, he was a heel, so it makes sense because the song is a it's obnoxious. It's a obnoxious song. Plus, the fact that he sings it makes it even more obnoxious. So, and then even when he's a good guy, you know, Mike is a showman. And that's oh, yeah. exactly what his entrance were, so the song fits perfect. I love that it never changed. You're right about this. It never changed even when he was a when he was a, a face. And yeah. so he'd do the pose, and he, he you know it got to the point where he'd only re- he was Mr. WrestleMania, and you'd hear the boop, 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 all the all the great big pyro going off. Yeah. And the crowd be going nuts. He just it's pounding through the through the arena. My favorite version is the actually way more annoying version of the late, great, sensational Sherry, Sherry singing it and carrying the mirror behind him, which, by the way, uh, SummerSlam 1992, you want to hear about boys becoming men. Rest in peace, sensational Sherry. Go right on ahead. All right, here we come, number three, baby. Come on, man. I got nothing for you here. You go right this on is, This is, it's a, it's a majestic song. And just the slow walk to the ring, uh, with Kurt Henning's golden locks flowing, the over-the-shoulder towel catch. He just, he had style, he had charisma, and the song just fits. One of the greatest technical wrestlers ever, Mr. Perfect. He's so good. Is he the greatest Intercontinental Champion ever? I don't know, man. You That's an argument. about the Honky Tonk Man? Dude, he was just the longest I tenure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got nothing against right, Honky yeah. Talk, man. Don't get me wrong, but come on. All right, so that's number three, <laughs> Mr. Perfect. Number two. Time to play the game. This is good. This is good. I'm about to go. Time to play the game. Come on, baby. Motorhead. <laughs> Dude, Motorhead, Triple H, they just go together, man. It's a badass song. Water thing when you were when you were younger, I probably did at some point. I mean, we all did, right? Come on, we all did at some point. Dude, it just—it's a badass song. You got the grindy guitars, the pounding rhythms, Lemmy's vocal tone. Dude, he's the game, baby. He makes all the rules. He's coming down to kick some ass. So. And I actually, I, I swear to you, I actually think, this is going to be a hot take, I think his entrances at WrestleMania are actually underrated. Oh, they're excellent, man. They're yeah, excellent. they are. They're really, really elaborate, really good. And I, I think we think of Undertaker, we think of Shawn Michaels and a couple of others. I'm like, man, he's, Triple H's entrances are up there, man. He's great. Uh, also, I, I know I picked this one, the game, but uh, his, uh, his first one, like when he went solo, uh, My Time, Oh, After he wow. broke, dude, I love that. That one is so good. That is so, so good. After he, uh, he broke away from, like, DX and started becoming his own single star. All right, number one, dude. It's the same as you. Come on, dude. Dude, that, yeah. gla- that glass shaft. Dude, it's so important, the beginning of uh, the, the intro, the beginning of the theme song. Because, you know, you need to get the, you want to get that reaction, that instant reaction from the crowd. You want to get them up on their feet. Dude, when that glass shatters 
come on. When, it's no, the, when you hear the glass, it's your ass. You remember it. Dude. Oh, man, and he's like, he's cussing as he's Dude, walking down. You know, oh. you know some serious you-know-what's about to go down when this, when this music hits, man. Some of the loudest pops ever occurred right after that glass shattered. And I, just, I'm not kidding you. Like, I, because immediately, like, I want to do bad impressions, and immediately Jim Ross, like, it's him, it's Jim Ross, it's him yelling Stone Cold, yeah. like, it's, oh, my God. And it's again, so it's also so the, good. it's also the theme that probably best represents, like, the subject. Again, you know, the, the music, along with Austin, it's just, it's yep. tough, it's, it, it's defiant, it's, you know, it, it just, it, it fits them perfectly, and again, uh, just some of the loudest pops ever to this song. I remember yep. Monday Night Raw in 99, Mankind vs. The Rock, The Rock part of the corporation. And then, um, you know, this was like a big moment in the Monday Night Wars because Eric Bischoff revealed the outcome of the match on Nitro because, uh, but that backfired because all the viewers left Nitro to go watch Raw because Raw was taped at the time, Nitro was live. DX and the corporation, they start mixing it up on the outside, and then what happens? Austin's music hits. That plays, the yep. roof blew off the place. Austin comes down, hits Rock with the chair, puts Mankind on the rock. We got a new world champion. This song is One just... of the biggest mistakes. And he admit, at least he admits it was a mistake. Yeah. Because it's like, I, okay, thanks for telling me. I kind of want to go see that now. Yeah. Yo, they 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 ruined this in 2000 when they add the lyrics to this. Totally agree. Oh my totally god. Agree. Oh my god. Dude, what? I swear to God, I was about to say that. I totally agree, Pierno. Awful. I hated Awful. the lyrics. But thankfully, they went back. And again, this this is the soundtrack of oh. the Attitude Era. Stone Cold Steve Austin. So great. It's a soundtrack. It's a soundtrack of of, of your life. It's a, of a guy of a certain age. It's a soundtrack of your youth. Your parents might have had the Beatles. We had Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme. There's the difference in the generations right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a hell of a top five. I'm glad we could agree on the number one spot. Just over an hour from now, Josh Applebaum going to join us. VEASAN, we'll talk about the bets. We'll talk gambling with him. Up next, Cody Tap, 610 Sports in Kansas City. Is this already a championship parade in the making for the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll get to that. Right now, it's the latest sports update with Marco Belletti. It's time! It's time! It's beta time! This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. One hour from now, talking gambling. Josh Applebaum will join us. Vison. Good dude, good handicapper, all that good stuff. Also, worker shoot coming up in just over 40 minutes. 855-2124-CBS. Before we bring on Cody Tapp, Pierre, uh, there are so many reactions coming into the top five wrestling theme songs. I, I can't I can't bring Pierno in to talk about it because I think he'll get mad. Filippone hates that segment. He's coming up next at 2 p.m. Eastern. He just is mad because I, I like to get the producers involved and have some fun because they make me sound so good. Andrew Filippone just wants to... Hear the sound of his own voice. Yeah, Phil Pony, you know, he just... Uh, just wants to bloviate. Just wants to do it. Takes those calls. He'll, he'll address my comments coming up at 2 p.m. Eastern. Right now, Cody Tapp joins us. He's the co-host of Cody and Gold 
on 610 Sports in Kansas City. Find him on Twitter at Cody B. Tap. Cody, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Are there times, because football season is usually, I, I think in a lot of ways, sports radio, at least regionally, you know, it might be different in a couple other cities. It's like you're, you're going from lily pad to lily pad, and football season is a lily pad. But when you've had a team like Kansas City, are there are there boring swaths of the regular season when you got a guy like Mahomes? A little bit, yeah. yeah. I mean, truth is, just because of, you know, what you expect and some of the big games you expected. And so when they play games like the Panthers, you're like, well, <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be fine, I guess. But it's also not giving you anything you want. You want to see Mahomes in a big game, right? Yeah, so you just sit there kind of like, okay, well, ho-hum, they're supposed to win this one, and I guess we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Like, I don't know, that's the only thing I can say. <laughs> I would – okay, let me, can I ask you another question? And this is sure. just – this is a weird inside baseball thing, and I know people want to hear about the team, so i got to ask you. Like, I've listened to a lot of Boston sports talk radio while Tom Brady was there. And just because you have to talk about it, you you got to be critical at times. Have you found people being angrier with you than they have in the past because – you have to be critical of a quarterback who may go down as the greatest of all time by the time it's all done with him. Absolutely. Because no matter what, and that's just like critical of the team. It doesn't even just filter down to Patrick Mahomes. It's yeah. like if you have something to say about a team that went 14-1 and that was trying to put their starters in, I'm like, they still make mistakes. Hell, Andy Reid says it every Monday. How am I not supposed to say it? So there are parts of that, or if you say somebody didn't play well, and we hold him to a different standard. So Mahomes might have 300 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick, and I'd be like, you know, he didn't play up to the caliber I'm used to seeing him play. Yeah. And I think that sometimes, you know, people want to backlash on that because he set the uh, the standard high for himself. Cody Tapp joining us on the show. I think you're right about that. Is there – yeah, you won a Super Bowl last year, the Kansas City Chiefs did, but, you know, that wasn't against Tom Brady. Is the aura there? against this Kansas City team? Is the aura around Tom Brady for Kansas City the way it is for so many other opponents? I think so. And I I don't know if that's going to impact the way they play because it has against Tom Brady when he was with, you know, the Patriots. Like, certainly people would walk into that game other than maybe, say, Eli Manning and might not play the game they were used to because of Belichick and Brady coming into it. But, you know, we're already looking at it in Kansas City because of what you said. Patrick Mahomes has a chance to be the greatest of all time. This game has the potential to separate them so far that it would make it impossible in some people's eyes for Mahomes to catch Brady. But if in his first three years, Patrick Mahomes goes MVP, Super Bowl winner, Super Bowl winner, then he's actually in the conversation. And there's a real threat for someone who just finished or is getting close to finishing the single greatest career in NFL history. So we talk a lot about Brady, and I think people pay attention to the fact he's on the other side of it because he's been the thorn of everyone's side for Super Bowls for years. Do you pay? Do you, have you guys paid a lot of attention or given a lot of attention in conversation to the Deshaun Watson situation down in Houston? Some, partially because, you know, he's one of the few quarterbacks I would say who could give him a run regularly in the AFC if he ended up in a functional organization. Like, I like seeing good quarterbacks play for good teams because I hate seeing them just kind of waste away personally. And so... You know, we, we pay attention to what Deshaun's doing because it's the absolute mismanagement of a star-caliber quarterback. And it's going the complete opposite in Kansas City. He just signed it. What I know it doesn't sound like it could be team-friendly at $500 million, but there is some team-friendliness in it. And everyone's getting along and shaking hands, and there's no problems. 
And then we watch what happens with Deshaun Watson and what seems to be the snake oil salesman that is Jack Easterby, and we can't help but wonder how did they ever let it get this far with the most important position in the NFL. And I think for us, it's like any, any team with a star quarterback can. It is a bit scary to think mm-hmm. for ownership the second the quarterback proves they have enough power to force themselves out of town with five years left on their contract. And then you're like, you know, we'll just keep doing whatever we need to do to keep Mahomes happy. Cody Tapp joining us, co-host of Cody and Gold, 610 Sports in Kansas City, which is really a hotbed for, for Radio Town when you look across the country, and I'm dead serious about that. Uh, Cody, I, I thought about it in a different way, too. I, I let off the show. I see Kansas City as the new Golden State Warriors, where you know, there's conversation in Cleveland, in Buffalo, in Los Angeles, across the country about trading for Deshaun Watson. And I think a lot of teams, because they have to contend with Kansas City. They're always going to be – you got to go through Kansas City to get there. It's just the facts, and it's going to be that way for a long time. That they overthink it the way that maybe Houston did in the NBA, that a couple other teams did in the NBA. They do too much, and it ends up pulling their organization apart. And maybe this could be the situation with trading for a guy like Deshaun Watson where, well, we got to figure out a way to beat Kansas City. That Kansas City is so good, they make other teams worse while they're trying to be better. It's absolutely a thousand percent true, and you don't have to look any further than the division for it to be the case. Like Mark Schlereth, who hosts radio in Denver, was like, "What do the Broncos think they were just going to take like a couple of fast guys to match their speed and then win?" Like every team in the division has been spending the last two years trying to like recreate themselves in an image they think can beat Kansas City, and it's going horribly. Like including the Chargers, who I think made a mistake in hiring a defensive-minded coach because they're like, "Well, we're never going to." keep up if we, you know, try to go toe for toe if we can't slow down Mahomes and the Broncos hired the Chargers defensive coordinator who used to do about as well against Patrick Mahomes as anybody. So teams make that mistake constantly. I, I again I saw similar things when the, the Patriots were going in the East where it seemed like they would just shoot themselves in the foot trying to play catch up. And instead they just try to they need to just try to be the team that uh, is the best version of themselves and sneaks through occasionally. Because if you're gonna try to be a year in and year out contender with the Chiefs no chance. You have no chance to do that. Not with Mahomes, Reed, Beach, and everything they have going right now. Your thing needs to be, let's try to put the best team together year to year so that we can sneak through and get past them once. And I think that's the mistake teams make. They want to be the uh, the Peyton Manning to his Tom Brady, and there just isn't that in the AFC yet. Not right now. Cody Tab joining us on the show. What does Tampa Bay have to attack to beat the Kansas City Chiefs next Sunday? I would say the offensive line is the, the fairly obvious point there, although Mahomes is about as good as anybody against the Blitz. Yeah. That's a common occurrence, front four versus the offensive line, especially because the Chiefs are now missing their left and right tackle. That's going to be the easiest part. But if I were the Bucks offense, they've got to do what Arians has actually been pretty good about, go deep all the time. The only time they've lost this year, the Raiders did nothing but throw the ball deep. They had more deep completions in that game then they, you know, half as many in that game as they had the entire year just came from that one effort. So you kind of have to just keep going deep. And it's riskier because the Chiefs have their full secondary back. But if you don't do that, if you try to dink and dunk them, they're a really opportunistic defense. Like Tyron Matthews need, those guys get their hand on the ball and you'll make a mistake eventually. Brady's been making those occasionally. I would just tell you, like, more than anything, attack deep in the zone. And if you're on off, on defense, pray that Vita Vea and – you know, Shaq Bear and all those guys combined can do the kinds of things they did against Green Bay. I only have a couple minutes left. Cody Tapp joining us on the show. I, I don't know if you saw Nick Sirianni's press conference yesterday. There was one clip yeah. that was pretty famous where 
boy, he, he looked like he'd rather be anywhere else than up there talking to people. And it, you couldn't help but think about it, and you're in Kansas City going, wait a minute, they say Eric Bieniemy is a bad interview, and I'm listening to this? What's the problem? And, no, I was going to say it was that and Dan Campbell. If you're going to ask me what's the problem with Eric Yeah, Bien-Aimé, good nothing, God, yeah. Nothing. Nothing's wrong with him. And, and now, of course, the stigma's only going to get worse because now mm-hmm. the other, you know, 14 teams have interviewed him, right? Okay, so now all yep. the other ones that are going to interview him will be like, what the hell's wrong with him if the other 14 teams don't want him? So now it just builds. Like, the interview stuff, most of it, like, we spent an entire day debunking everything people would say. Well, he doesn't call plays. I'm like, neither did Sirianni. Neither did Dan Campbell. So that's not a fair assessment. Well, he's not a good interview. You just watched Sirianni talk. He was awful. So it's like, so it can't be that. You're trying to tell me that guy was in an interview crushing it? So, okay, so wh- what is it? Well, he's an Andy Reid disciple. David Coley just got the job. He spent 10 years working yep. for Andy Reid. So just none of it makes any sense to us anymore in Kansas City because he seems more than qualified for the job. And when I watched that Nick Sirianni clip or the Dan Campbell one where he's talking about, like, eating kneecaps, and every team comes out of that thing saying the same thing. You know, what we really wanted, we didn't need the X's and O guy. We really wanted a leader of men, which is maybe Eric Bieniemy's best quality. Like, more than the X's and O's. He's a great leader of men. I, we can't figure it out in Kansas City. Although, thankful that for somehow, Ken, this is, a, this is a miracle. Two consecutive years, the Chiefs have a chance to win a Super Bowl and lose zero members of their entire coaching staff. What a treat. And front office, by the way. They had guys interview there, too, and they're going to keep everybody. So I guess the rich keep the, stay rich. Cody, can't thank you enough for the time. Folks, go follow him. At Cody B. Tap with two P's at the end on Twitter. Cody? All the best. We'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate it. Thanks, Ken. Cody Tapp, co-host. Cody and Gold, 610 Sports in Kansas City. I got a lot of thoughts on the Vietnamese thing. Because I don't. there's a problem is I don't want to believe something. And you know what it is. I don't want to believe it. I don't want to because it's uncomfortable and I don't want to see the league in that light. It's very, very ugly. But it leads us to natural conclusions. I don't want to see it that way. But I... I Matt Nagy, he just said David Culley. How many other guys? Are, is it because they're too successful in Kansas City? I don't know. I'll try to answer that when we come back. 855-2124-CBS. And it's back. The new emerging quarterback market. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law